So welcome back to Lock It or Leave It. Great episode coming up with an FSU new blood. He's a five-star recruit from Pace Academy, coming off back-to-back state championships for his team. And he's joining FSU to further his basketball and academic career with hopes of making a deep run in the NCAA tournament. When we get back, you'll hear from Matthew Cleaver. So we are back. I'm your host, Jay. Let's just get right into it. And joining me, 21st birthday, Cam. That's my co-host. How are you, man? How are you? Appreciate it, Jay. I'm doing good. Uh, excited right now watching the playoffs. And um, it's the best one we've had in a while. So uh, excited to see how those play out and um, ready to get into this one. Yeah, he's joined with Aaron, who's accompanying him for his 21st down in SoFlo. Aaron, how are you, man? I am doing awesome. I had a great night last night. Got a nice little meal in me now, so I'm uh, I'm ready to go. Very excited to get into this content, and uh, can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, absolutely. And then our special guest, FSU, I've been saying it, we are finally getting on the national recognition for getting these high-valued recruits. People are realizing that when you come to FSU, you will become a great NBA player. We know how to make people pros. With that being said, welcome to the podcast, special guest Matthew Cleveland. How are you, man? I'm doing good right now. Just enjoying the tally life. Been here a month, so it's been good so far. Awesome. Yeah, I remember when I first came here, my first month of Tallahassee, I was just like, this place doesn't seem real, does it, right? Yeah, it's crazy. All right, so let's just start off. And uh, when I was doing my research to get ready for this interview, I was watching some of your tape in high school, and what really stood out to me was how polished your MIDI game already is, whether it was turnaround fades, dribble pull-ups, pin-downs to the nail or the elbow. You seemed very comfortable in that 12 to 17 foot range. Do you see this as a strength in your game? And if so, how did you add it, add it into your duffel? Uh, I do definitely see it as a strength because many times, as even in the NBA today, we see threes and layups. And don't, many people don't expect a mid-range pull-up. So you get there and you rise up and you shoot it over someone. It's a nice, like, added bag to your game. And I feel like, I don't know, it just really came along because growing up, I really couldn't shoot threes. And I was really seen as a big man. So, like, in that 12 to 17 foot is where I always excelled. So, it's just been, like, a natural thing for me. Yeah, so adding off of that, man, what part of your game do you really take pride in that the average person who may see your highlights on overtime or ball is life on social media might not actually get to see? Uh, I think defense. I think I take big pride in defense and just having high energy on the defensive end because it can affect the game in different ways. Yeah, and then the last thing I'll say before I pass it off was – uh. You're a very good rebounder, too. You're a shooting guard. You're a guard, but you rebound like a power forward. You're always attacking the glass. You're also good in transition, leaking out early for transition uh, dunks and layups. So, Aaron, take it away. Yeah, so you won back-to-back stage titles at Pace Academy. Now, for those who don't know, Pace Academy has a big basketball tradition. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. actually played there as well. But in the summers, played for the Atlanta Celtics. You had some big-time teammates like J.D. Davis and Jabari Smith. Miles Rice, what's your relationship with those other big recruits? And 
what do you guys talk about when you're off the court together? Uh, so our relationship really grew the year before I came to the team. And uh, we were just talking even about teaming up in college and different things like that. So as we started playing with each other, our relationship really grew in Excel. And off the court, we really just were like best friends. So we just talk about anything and everything, make fun of each other, roast each other. So it's really just like a brotherhood with us. Yeah. And do you guys ever tell JD to kind of chill out? Because, dude, he stays doing the most on these dunks. You guys will be up. He'll be up 30 points in the second quarter against a scrub team. And he's doing reverse E space. He's throwing it off the backboard. He's something else, man. Yeah. What's it like playing with him? Um, so the very first time I played with him, he was like late to the game. Didn't stretch anything. Just put on his shoes. And the very first thing he did was almost dunk from the free throw line. And I was like, this, this is different. This is different. The best game of the uh, AAU season took place when the Atlanta Celtics faced off against Quavo's team, Huncho. That season, Kenny Chandler was ranked as the best point guard in the nation, and that game came down to the last shot. Do you remember anything specific about those matchups or about that matchup? And just tell us a little bit about that. Um, playing them is always it's always a battle. They're always so physical. Um, it's just a real, real big environment. And it was just like, it was, I just remember um, us being down a lot. And we just had to fight our way back like inch by inch to get in the game and finally win. Yeah, so in Donovan Mitchell's post game after a loss to the Clippers, we saw him complimenting Terrence Mann's game, saying that they played together since they went all the way back to middle school. And Terrence even came on our podcast and told us that the old heads always complain about everybody being buddy-buddy in today's NBA, but that's because they all played together from a young age. So with that being said, how did it feel to be selected to participate in the Iverson Classic and the Nike Hoop Summit for the USA with other big names that you played with since you were young, like Chet, Jaden Hardy, Kennedy Chandler, and others? Uh, for Hoop Summit, it was different because we didn't get to practice or play the game. But for Iverson Classic, it was like it's the same for everyone. Off the court, we were all buddy-buddy, but on the court, it was straight business. We're getting to it because NBA scouts were there, so we're all just fighting for our chance to make it to the next level. So it was no buddy-buddy on the court unless you were on our team. You take pride in your defense, but who was the hardest player that you've had to guard in high school? And it doesn't have to be your recruiting class. It could just be anyone that maybe even you were a sophomore that you went up against and you were like, whoa, this guy, I'm a good defender, but he's he can still drop some buckets. Uh, either Jalen Green or Greg Brown. And can you talk about that matchup with Jalen Green or Greg Brown? Um, so... Was at USA and um, Jalen Green. We were playing Jalen Green's team, and he came down here like six straight threes, caught an oop, and I was the one guarding them. And I was like, I, "There's just nothing I can do about it." So, and then Greg Brown, he just—it was just different. It's a monster. I just, just couldn't keep up with him. Florida State basketball is known for having a great culture. What led this? What did that part play in your decision to come to Florida State? And uh, we've heard Sadar talk about CY and how much he influenced his him while he was here. Did that have a role in your decision? Uh, definitely. CY was the main one recruiting me. So going in a relationship with him was really big. And uh, coming, I came down on two visits my sophomore year and just seeing like the atmosphere and the family culture really, really had something to do with me coming here. Yeah, so we follow CY on Twitter, and we saw that he tweeted, for the record, new blood is a Florida State thing. There's no other new blood. It's not plural. It's only one. You kind of fit into the archetype of FSU very well. You fit the culture, take pride in your defense, and you're a big guard. We love big guards here. Big guard universities, what some people call Florida State. We've seen Terrence Mann, Trent Forrest, Malik Beasley. How's it feel to carry on the legacy of being a new blood 
and a big guard at Florida State? Uh, you definitely have to wear it with some pride because at any moment, like even now, teams that you play, they want to beat you, want to knock you off your high horse. As you say, it's over the past few years since FSU has been so good. So you got to wear it with some like chip and pride in your shoulder knowing that other people want that title as well. Yeah, man, like the ACC coming up, you know, UNC and Duke used to be the huge recruiting powerhouses, but now we're seeing it kind of balance out, and FSU is really getting up there. We're seeing the ACC is not as lopsided as it used to be. There's a lot of people. Georgia Tech is also really good. They had Alvarado, but Cam, what do you want to add on? In high school, you finished uh, the season on a 28-game win streak, so you're pretty familiar with how to defend home court. Former uh, former podcast episode, we had uh, Sadar Calhoun on. He told us about the atmosphere and the talk, how like the energy it gives. And like he said that I feel like sometimes it feels like we could beat like an NBA team in there. Like the talk just like gives us powers. Knowing that we have a top five atmosphere in the nation, how excited are you to play out in a, to play in a sold out arena? Uh, very excited. Since it's been a while since I played in packed out crowds, but even that, I just love playing in crowd in front of crowds, way crowds, home crowds. Anywhere I can put on a show, I just love playing in front of people. Yeah, so how was your COVID season last year? Uh, how was it getting used to playing in, with a mask on or playing with no fans? Or how was that experience for you? Uh, it was different. I Beginning part of the season, we had to play with masks, and I hated it. I contemplated even playing the season because we were wearing masks. But at the end of the day, it was a senior year, so eventually just had to go out there and muscle through it and get it done yeah so talking about you know kind of how COVID has affected everything what was the recruiting process like for you because it must have been really different than kind of what you were expecting what schools were you looking at and how did the regulations and protocols make it either harder or easier to get information and see these schools um recruiting process really changed everything was like via zoom like they were showing us the campus via zoom and it was just different Cause like, it was like every day was a different zoom call or phone call with like a different team. And it was like much easier for them to get in contact with you since you like couldn't get on campus. So they were always just calling you and calling you every day. And then some of the schools that really like were like fighting over like zoom and like over the phone call was like Michigan, NC state, Georgia tech, and then Florida state really. Yeah, so CY, uh, just to let him know, we had Terrence on, we had Sadar on, we have Matthew Cleveland on. We're coming after you, man. You will be on here soon. We're going to have Matt advocate for us, hopefully, and uh, we'll get that going. Cam? Yeah, so we've been all we've been all watching the playoffs and stuff, and I'm, I'm sure you are too. Uh, is there any player or team you're watching out for right now, or who, who's going to host the trophy at the end? Uh, so I'm a really big Bucks fan. I have been since, like, seventh grade, so – I'm just hoping, like, we pull it out because the past few years have been, like, devastating and not living up to our full potential and losing. So I'm really hoping the Bucks pull it out. So yeah. how did that – yeah, what started that um, that Bucks fandom? What was the inception of that? Uh, Giannis. So when he first joined the team, I feel like my game was, like, similar to his. So I really grew just, like, passion towards Giannis. And then I also love Dante DiVincenzo. And so – I really love those two players as well. So that's why I just began to like every Bucks player now. Listen, Dante is underrated, man. He's got a burner. I was playing 2K yesterday. I was playing as the Bucks, right? Giannis is getting double, triple teamed. Kick it out to Dante, bro. He had like 30 points. He was getting buckets for me. So yeah. I love Dante.
big fan. Yeah, Dante was an absolute beast. I remember him on Villanova when he was playing the national championship games, and he was blocking the centers at the rim. He was doing everything as a as yeah. a guard, you know. So that was crazy. But um, yeah. Uh, what do you expect this season coming out of Florida State, man? Uh, you got Jalen Roy joining you. You have John Butler joining you in this recruiting class. What do you guys hope to do in this season? Uh, I expect a lot. Everyone I've come up to is like, oh, we're looking for another Sweet 16. But, like, that makes me mad. Like, we're trying to go way deeper than Sweet 16. So I just don't like when people say that. So I had to get it off my chest because so many people have asked, like, Sweet 16, Sweet 16. No, we're trying to win it all this year. And especially for, like, the seniors. I've become really close with the seniors, like Ant, Malik. Wyatt, so we're really just trying to win it all for them since it's really their last year. Yeah, how have they helped you out so far? With uh, those veterans on our team now, have kind of helped you out with this transition coming into college. Uh, so Wyatt is my roommate, and pretty much ever since I got here, every day it's like a new, new tip or new fact that I need to know for practice that like put me one step ahead of the game, so I don't have to learn on the go and I'm not thinking too much. So just really learning and listening from him since he's been here five years has really taught me a lot. So just I lo- as long as I listen to him, I think I'll be all right. Good stuff. Well, that'll end it off. And let's do some sign-offs real quick. Uh, Aaron, if you have something else to add on, you definitely can. Yeah, we always ask this of all of the Florida State guys. I know you haven't been there very long, but what's your favorite place to go out at? Definitely recess. <laughs> definitely recess. My we'll God. take that. My God. Okay. Yep. That's, a, yep. that's a sufficient yep. answer. We'll take it. We'll take it. All right. So thank you for coming on. But let's start with Aaron. Aaron, what do you want to say, man? Uh, thanks for hopping on today. Oh, man. Oh, Matthew, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, man. Uh, very appreciative. All I got to say, though, is go Bulls tonight. Uh, game one of the Stanley Cup finals. Lightning are about to go back to back. Those of you who know me, I know I'm a huge Lightning fan, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Stay tuned for more content coming soon. Yeah, absolutely. And then Cam, birthday guy, what do you want to add on before you head on out of here? I mean, yeah, thanks for coming on, just like Aaron said, and uh, look forward to watching you this season. Yeah, for anybody who hasn't seen Matthew's tape, go type him in, Matthew Cleveland, FSU commit. You'll see all these videos, highlights, slamming on people. The MIDI game is elite already. Transition buckets, everything. Uh, this guy's elite. We really hope, we're really glad that he uh, chose FSU as a place that he wanted to further his basketball career with. And Matt, just thank you again, man. Thank you, Matt. Also, stay tuned to our uh, social medias. You can follow us on there, Lock It or Leave It. Just look us up. Our TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll be posting highlights if you want to see those as well. So stay tuned. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you guys again for listening, and uh, we will see you all later. More guests to come.